and there were still three of us. Things have changed. Not that long ago, I thought I had a pretty good handle on what normal was. I was wrong. Nothing about my life is normal anymore. The events that unfolded over the last week weren't just about me, either. Many lives were touched, and not all for the better. As I look back, I can't help but wonder what might have happened if different decisions had been made, different paths taken. So many innocent choices added to a butterfly effect that fed the nightmare, or created it. I guess it goes without saying that I'm still alive. Not everyone was so lucky. That's the harsh thing about ghost stories. Somebody has to die. No death, no ghost. I survived the week, and that gives me a feeling of guilt I'll carry forever, or at least for as long as I live. I hope that's a good long time, but there are no guarantees because this story isn't done. The hunt is still on. My story may sound like a fantasy, and maybe some of it is, but many things happened over that week that can't be ignored or explained away as having sprung from an overly imaginative mind. People died. Lives were changed. That was no dream. After what I saw and experienced, there's one other bit of reality I have to accept. I believe in ghosts. After you hear my story, I think you will too. Chapter 1. Cooper Foley was in trouble. Again. What were you thinking? I screamed at him. Counterfeit tickets, really? Easy, Ralph, Cooper replied calmly. I didn't know they were bogus. Cooper always called me Ralph. Even so, I argued. It's illegal to scalp real tickets. No, it's not, he corrected. Not if you sell them at face value. Did you sell them at face value? He smiled. No. I wanted to smack him. Cooper and I were making the long walk to school on the last day of the year before summer vacation. He was my best friend. Okay, my only friend. My only good friend, anyway. I think the main reason we got along so well was because we were completely different. I worry... Cooper doesn't. I think things through. Cooper doesn't. I freeze in social situations. Cooper doesn't. I hate playing sports. Cooper doesn't. I worry about what people will think of me. Cooper doesn't. I think we stayed friends because there was never any competition between us. We had plenty of fights over the years, but they always ended up in a wrestling match that lasted about eight seconds. No punches were ever thrown in anger. As we walked along on that hot June day, I was ready to plot out all the exciting adventures we'd be sharing that summer. Instead, I found out that Cooper was in trouble. Again. What's going to happen? I asked. Cooper shrugged as if he didn't really care. Nothing. I got spanked, that's all. Nobody thinks I printed out a bunch of phony Yankees tickets. And for the record, I didn't. Then who did? He gave me a sly smile. Can't tell you that, Ralph. I'd have to kill you. 
Coop was changing, and not for the better. Though he was always a wild guy, he never got into serious trouble. With him, it was about being a goof in class or skateboarding without a helmet. The thing was, he always made the teachers laugh and didn't need a helmet because he never crashed. Ever. Once, when we were around ten, we snuck into the private stable of some uber-rich Wall Street guy. I was so scared, I wanted to puke. In fact, I did. All over my pants. Not Coop. He hopped on the back of a prized thoroughbred and rode it, bareback, out of the stable and across the huge lawn, shouting, Yippee-ki-yay! And he didn't get in trouble, either. I, on the other hand, caught hell for ruining my pants. Cooper lived a charmed life. He never puked on his pants. That is, until we got to high school. That's when he...